You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What to do? Welcome to Fresh Take 7K Picks Super Bowl Edition. Joshua Adam William Howard with the Senator. You already know what it is, man. I was I came in here low energy, and before Josh decided he wants to share some rumors with me, just got me even lower energy. It's just crazy. Yeah, we're doing this on the eve of the NBA trade deadline. Maybe some not favorable ones for Senators, Raptors, but Senator, it's all part of the script. It's, it's all, all part of the script. script. Yeah. I mean, and I got to tell you, NFL writers, I did not like the ending of the uh, 20, uh, 2003 Super Bowl. thought that was a really shitty script. You know, have our center, Roman Barrett, just mysteriously disappear and then have us face our ex-coach and practice all our old plays against each other so we lose our Super Bowl by 20. And I thought that script was bad. And then Senator, he read the script oh, for the yeah. Falcons. And that script, man, that's not a good script either. That was a heartbreaking script. I wish they told me about the script from beforehand so that yeah. I could have prepared myself um, and not be on this emotional ride that year. But overall, I guess, you know, according to Goodell, the refs are the best that they've ever been. They're they're, they're the so, best. They're they're good officials. They're the best they've ever been. So, yeah, let's 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 keep let's see what the Super Bowl has in store. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. Let's get rid of some of the news and notes around the NFL. We took last week off um, because it was a week off, busy week for all of us. Um, I guess the big things are just a few things here. Um, we're going to do the two things we did last. The last pod will review the season and the future of the Niners and the future of. Cincinnati, I guess the only major things are just off the field is, let's go to number one, Arizona, where the Super Bowl is being hosted. Nobody wants to coach the Cardinals because nobody wants to coach Kyler Murray. It's such an interesting scenario. Um, There's two teams right now where it's supposed to be announced that their coaches are going to be hired soon. So that's Colts and Cardinals. I just don't know who's coaching for which team, to tell you the truth. Like mm-hmm. it's such a such a weird situation. Um and it's gonna be interesting to see who does who does decide to take those jobs. Yeah, it's uh and I guess the other rumor today as far as the coaching side is Eric Benemy potentially going to the Ravens, which that would be huge for Baltimore. But Baltimore has pretty much announced that they're gonna be tagging uh, Lamar. But remember, I so I've seen a few Ravens have said we can uh, we can take a deep breath now because Lamar is not getting tagged. Well, you know, Packer fans were thinking that the same thing last year with Devontae, and look what happened. The tag is nice; it's great. You can control your players' fate, but it doesn't mean anything. I mean, as a Raider fan, and I'll get to some more Raider stuff in a second here. Uh, Josh Jacobs of the Pro Bowl more or less made it clear: like, if you tag me, it's going to be problems. So players do not like to be tagged; they want to be paid their right contract. And I think with Lamar, taking Lamar is going to lead to more problems than solutions. Well, let's talk about the script now. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that have been dominating the airways has been the script of the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> and that it all started last season when they made the trade for Devontae Adams. And in the script... It was because the reunion of Rogers and Adams was going to happen in Vegas. Apparently. But a dark retreat must happen first. Yeah, a dark retreat must happen. I might, I have to go isolation in isolation for a little while before I figure out exactly what I want to do. But then he realizes that the autumn wind is a pirate and sees silver and black. <laughs> It's such a it's a it's such a fun man. That whole situation is hilarious to me. Um, 
But yeah, no, like tagging Lamar is just tag is they they can't do the same thing that they did with that Washington did with uh cousins no. to Lamar. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And rumors has it that they're about a hundred million away from each other on what they think is acceptable for the guaranteed money. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, and your team seems to be the lead team that could get him. My team would be a perfect team for him. Yeah. But Arthur Arthur Blank already said that he's also very excited for Ritter. Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth, Ritter didn't have a bad season. He he's just a got Yeah, he got thrown into a situation that wasn't the most ideal situation. Um accuracy like I said before, it was something that he needs to work on. But getting back Pitts, still having London with the amount of money that we still have that we can use, try to get one or two more wide receivers. Like we can, we can make a a big impact next season. And the yeah. nice hiring of uh, Nelson from the Saints as our defensive coach, like. Yeah, and the and the difference is too for you guys is I mean if if you suck next year, oh well, then we'll be in a position for Drake May or Caleb Williams. It's not the mm-hmm. end of the world, right? You guys you talked about your season this year. You were ahead of schedule. It's about a <clears throat> two to four, two to three year rebound rebuild plan. So you go in with Desmond next year, see if you have your quarterback in the future. If people remember Josh Allen was terrible in his rookie season too, and he has a lot of some of the same attributes with speed and passing ability. You've seen it like a Josh Allen. Maybe that's a little bit hyperbole, but people I hope people get to understand what I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah, you go in, nice draft picks, have a nice offseason, you have lots of money, and if you suck, then, hey, guess what? Caleb Williams and Drake May are there the next season, and who knows? Maybe the Falcons get lucky, and all of a sudden, the C.J. Strud is looking at them right in the eyes. I'm like, okay, sure, let's take a mind on that. We got we got we got options. Like, this offseason off so far has been pretty interesting already. Um, and it hasn't even started. That's the crazy thing. So, yeah. Um, when we look at when we look at Denver with the hire of Sean Payton, he's done so Sean, many good things so far. It's just telling him he's not allowed to have his own personal coach. Yeah, like it's small things like that that other coaches, when they go in, may not have the balls to actually do. But when you have the when you have the record and stuff like Sean Payton, you set you set whatever rules you want when you go into that locker room. So mm-hmm. it was, that might be like a really that might be exactly what they need. Forget this whole think it is. your team three stuff in the locker room. No, you're part of the team. You really do everything with the team. There's no special privilege. You know what I mean? So we might see a bounce back year for Russell. Or it might just be a bad hire for Denver. Like, it's going to go one of two ways, to tell you the truth. All of a sudden, the Saints potentially could be looking at having a top four pick, three pick next year. And speaking of the Saints, it seems like they have their quarterback of the foreseeable future. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but we're talking to Derek Carr yesterday. From all reports, one way or another, uh, his brother's already tweeting stuff about him in a Saints jersey and all this stuff. So it, it's kind of the worst kept secret in the NFL. I think even uh, Rappaport was talking about that kind of on, on McAfee today. Uh, it's more or less done. It's just the framework of how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cars camp obviously wants him to get traded because he wants to keep that money that he has. Some teams want him to be cut so they can have the lower side of things. It's better for the Saints with how much they are over the cap to do the trade for car that's really the only way they can get car uh as yep. you know with car two super religious background so new orleans makes a lot of sense in that side for car and his family with the the in-depth religious uh background that he has people have pointed that out i, I think in, and you look at car and you look at what that team has he has a better o-line in new orleans uh you know alave is definitely not Devontae, but a nice receiving option uh johnson's a nice tight end we know a car has gotten out of tight ends in the past. He's always done a good job of elevating his tight ends. Uh, tomorrow, we'll have to see how long the suspension is. I think that case has been pushed to June or July now. 
So it's looking like eight games before he could potentially get him back if there's a suspension. Um, and then the defense is better. So it's not a bad situation for Carr. And I think the main thing for guys like Carr and Jimmy G, and I guess to a low degree, like a Baker, everyone's saying like, oh, one of those guys may go to the Raiders, obviously Jimmy or Baker. Even Rodgers, who potentially could get traded, why would you go to the AFC senator? You want to stay in the NFC. You look at the higher side of that AFC, why would you want to deal with Joey Burr, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, or Justin Herbert, or Josh Allen for the next decade? Just go to the NFC and deal with it there. I mean, yeah, the Eagles could even be the champion of the NFL next year, this year, and be coming out of that division, that conference. I would still want to go to the NFC and stay far away from the AFC because I have a better chance if I combine a good team to potentially beat this Eagles team, the Niners team next year. I look at it kind of like, <clears throat> I look at it kind of like when LeBron went to Lakers. Yeah. And it was one of those ones where, and I'm more looking at it for Rogers sake more than anything else, where it's, you stayed in this, you say stayed in what at times could be considered the weaker conference your whole career. This would be, and not saying that it actually is, but when you look at when you look at the conference for the last couple of years, you've had two or three powerhouses at the top, and then you just had mediocre kind of teams that squeeze in. And when you look at the AFC, you're going to go up against the top quarterbacks, pretty much. And so it's kind of one of those ones where if he was to go to Vegas and they win, they make it to the playoffs and they win a game. Like already right there, that's like that kind of rewrites the legacy that you've already you set within the past couple of years where you went 13 and three, all that type of stuff and couldn't yeah. win the game. Like this is one of the ones where you took a crappy team and you won a playoff game. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's it's kind of like that type of thought process but if i was a quarterback man i would i'm trying to stay in the nfc as long as i possibly can i don't care what image people think of me let me just let me just try to get to the super bowl yeah 100 uh so that's kind of all the rundown and then i ron rivera was speaking today and more or less confirmed that i mean their commanders have been in a few quarterback rumors and he shut it down he's at sam howell's their guy and i think it's kind of a situation with atlanta where actually Washington made a few things. They didn't pick up um, Young's option. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. We'll see if that bites them in the ass. I, I get the injury history there with Chase, but that uh, it was 17.5. I would have just picked it up. That injury history is too much, but honestly, Atlanta, go for him. Atlanta, go for him. Give, give uh, Grady Jarrett, Carter, like, all those guys a little more think like if he's there, it helps. If he's not there, if he's injured, we've played the season without him. Like he would just be a nice little add-on, you know. So yeah, there's gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna go for him. They are gonna be. Weary I think I think it's like it's, is it not like a Josh Jacobs situation where he gets to play next year and then he's a free agent? I believe. Yeah, but you could always try to trade for him, right? So yeah. It's just one. Of, it's just one of those ones. So I, I don't see them. I see them using him more for trade bait than anything else. Mm -hmm. uh, and and just yeah, finally, and the Sam Howell side of things, it's kind of what I see with Atlanta with Desmond. It's okay. Yeah, we'll try. It. We got. We have a young guy here. Let's see what we got. He had a nice final game. If he sucks. I think we're going to kind of see what we saw for the NBA this year, where you're seeing going to see this trade deadline now, what you saw with the Jazz this evening, mm -hmm. right? Teams are going to be like, okay, cool, fun season. Anyways, we need to try to go get Wembenyama and a worst-case scenario, Scoot Henderson, because they're game-changing prospects. And NFL teams are going to be trying to go like, we're going to put the best team we can in the field, of course, but we're not going to take the gambles because Caleb Williams and Drake May are going to be there and whoever else breaks up, specifically Caleb Williams. Teams are just going to be like, eh, you know, yeah, we'll try it. If not, if, K if Caleb Williams is there for us, then that that's the case. 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting next season. The teams that feel like they have a shot at him are gonna at them are gonna go for them. The yep. ones that don't really feel like they have a shot at them, they're gonna try to play their best football or try to make some trades to get some more draft capital. And then the teams that know for sure they're not gonna get a shot at them with the salary cap going up are gonna aim towards get going for the Super Bowl. So it's gonna be it's you're gonna see the three different tiers of teams next season, and it's gonna be interesting to watch. I think three teams off the top of my head that, that could be in that Caleb Williams area is your Falcons potentially. Um, we'll see, but I mean they surprised us last year. They're well coached, so I don't know. I don't think they'll be in a number one pick. Uh, Commanders is another team again, well coached, but again, I don't think they're gonna break the bank for a quarterback. Where a team like the Raiders should probably be in that side and should say screw it. Take Jared Stidham's our quarterback, take the best player at the seventh pick, and if we suck next year, we suck. And sorry, Devontae, just hang out for one more year while we try to get this really good prospect. Um, but I don't know that's going to be the case. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, if I was even a team like the Colts, I'd be like, eh, like let's just take a good player and maybe we take a swing with Baker next year. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, Colts, that's going to be the Colts interesting have wasted, thing. Colts have wasted that's, way too much. That's the thing. I think their teams would lose their mind if they picked up Baker. Yeah. Like, it is Colts might as well go after Jimmy G. Yeah. More than anybody else. But um, yeah, no. They've they've messed up these past two seasons. There's really not much not much to say about the Colts. Uh and then the last two things here. Uh San Francisco. I don't have a lot to say in San Francisco uh for next season. I guess they'll have to figure out who their quarterback is. I mean, I guess Aaron Rodgers looms potentially over them. I just don't see the Packers trading him to San Francisco. If the Packers trade him, it'll be to the AFC, to the Jets, to the Colts, or to the Raiders. So I don't see that happening. It'll probably um, be the young guy there. Purdy is going to be out for six months. Jimmy G's gone. So he'll finally get his chance. So the the key for the San Francisco next year is he just got to stay healthy. I <laughs> know easier said than done, but – specifically in the, the game against Philly. Like I didn't think Philly was the better team in that game. I just thought this sucks. San Francisco is, is screwed and they don't have a chance that that game really sucked. It was one of those games where it's just like, can we not just go and let them sign even Cam Newton or someone at the half? I mean, in, I was thinking that that game happened for people that don't know the NHL has this rule uh, at both backup goalies get hurt there is uh i can't remember what it's called but there's a there's another goalie in the crowd and sometimes he had played university hockey or whatever has decent hockey experience never went pro but they just kind of have him as an emergency emergency goaltender if your starter or your backup get hurt you can put him in and it's times it's happened has been really cool the oilers ended up putting the u of a goalie in uh the the day before of the uh, eagles and the, the niners game so when Johnson goes down and Brock goes down, we have 53 players on an NFL roster. Kind of joking, maybe there should be 54. And you could have, hey, maybe there's someone in there that played for Santa Clara or, you know, whatever, and that they would have been able to go in and be quarterback in that way. I looked at it where when I saw that game, it made me appreciate Taysom Hill a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because he's listed as a tight end, but he also played quarterback. So it's kind of one of those ones where you're like, that second half of that game was so horrible to watch. Oh god, it was so bad. Because you yeah. knew you knew exactly what it was. It's all run plays, try to find a way to try to find a way to remix a run play. Like Purdy could not do anything. So, if you got a guy like Taysom Hill, that not an accurate thrower, but can, but can be a quarterback when need be, like that's, I can start seeing people trying to invest more in those type of players, knowing that you can really only have two quarterbacks active. Yeah, and I can see that that position being something that's like, like you'll see a half a running back quarterback types we all thought the debo i went to brew house we all thought debo was going to be quarterback for a second because we've seen him throw then 
when mm-hmm. CMC was putting the helmet on, I got like super excited to see it. And then they just they it, it when they did the Purdy thing, I was just so surprised too from a Shanahan led offense. They just kind of conceded. I think they just I think they just knew like you. This season you went through four quarterbacks. Like yeah. which which team have you seen gone through four quarterbacks because yeah. of and through injuries like it was defeating like i don't care if i'm a coach or not like watching it watching it from home i don't really care for either one of these teams but i was defeated for him just like this is four quarterbacks he went through yeah i, I mean so are you kind of assuming too trey lance will be the guy and brock will back him up and We'll kind of go from there, or I do you think, think by the time we get to camp, can Brock get to camp and still compete? No, Brock won't get to camp. Uh, I think um, his estimated time out after surgery is eight months. Mm, so, like week so five, maybe week five, week six. Yeah. So, if I'm looking at it like that, yeah, you put Trey Lance back in. Um, you see what he has. We saw this season that he. Wasn't really the guy, but by the time Brock is ready to come back in, that will really determine if Trey is the guy or not. You already mm-hmm. know what Brock can do. You've already seen yeah. what Brock can do. You really don't know what Trey can do. Or if you wanted to do something different, trade trade Trey Lance. Trade him yeah. to get... You might not get anything major from him, but Trade him for a Jordan Love. I mean, they could throw the Hail Mary and they could go trade for Carr. I saw that going around today. It's like maybe yeah. the Niners say fuck it and we trade for Carr. I think they I think they I think they're feeling Brock Purdy. I think they mm-hmm. think that Brock Purdy is their is their guy. So to bring in like a Derek Carr, I feel like it's they'll feel like it's kind of like a step back to to Purdy. But you have to do something to keep you can't do what you did this season where you went when you started off pretty bad and then went on like a 12 game streak. Like you can't assume that that's going to happen all the time. You have to give yourself a chance to win. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for that, for that team. Yeah. I mean, for them, they're going to be back in it. Just got to figure the quarterback situation. So not to say much there. Uh, Bengals kind of same thing. They'll be back there. I don't really give a shit about their team. There's a much more serious situation going on with Cincinnati. And that's the Joe Mixon stuff, which is really, really mm-hmm. serious. And it's in it back in 2014. And now the incident now. Uh, I hope I never see him back in the field again. They have a really good backup in, in P. Ryan there. And that's kind of the biggest question for this Bengals uh, offseason is now what happens to Joe Mixon and if they keep T. Higgins. I think that they're going to try to do whatever they take and can to keep T. Higgins. If they can't keep him, I feel like they're going to pick. I feel like they're going to be a team that will pick up somebody like a solid tight end. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are, people want to play for Cincy now. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not when Andy Dalton was the quarterback for Cincy. Like, people feel like there's a sh- chance that Cincy can win a Super Bowl. So you're going to start to see more names linked to Cincy because of that. And I think that, man, Burrow, Chase, just those two alone. People feel comfortable. It's the same thing I said about like the Jags. People are going to mm-hmm. want to play for the Jags now. Yep. It's the same turnaround that Cincy, Cincy has, where it's no longer this is where you go to try to show and prove for a year so you can get a bigger contract. This is where you go when you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, all right. And then, so yeah, Cincy, I don't have much to say about them. Let's get to what people want to talk about. Super Bowl is here. We have Kansas City and we have Philadelphia. And uh, the line still is uh, it's one and a half Philly. Everyone is kind of thinking from what I, in my circles that I'm hearing is like by Saturday, people are really thinking this is going to go to a pick them though. Uh, Andy Reid kind of just announced that, that Mahomes is close to 100%. Yeah. That will definitely change the line right there. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this this game is this game should be a fun game. I will say that these are these are some 
these are two arguably the best teams in the league this year. Uh, I think we both chose the other two teams to make it. Yeah. But who would have assumed that San Fran would have lost two quarterbacks in that game? Yeah, and that a mysterious that, call. <laughs> uh, mysterious They're down again. Call. That was probably we never got a chance to talk about that, but that was probably one of the worst things in Oof. in if we're talking about funny story on script, that senator. I went so third down happened, they didn't convert. I ran to the washroom thinking the kick was coming. And mm-hmm. I got back and I had a bunch of Bengals fans saying, This is fucking bullshit, blah 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 blah. Like, <laughs> huh? Like, oh, did you guys mess the punt up? It's third down again. Like, oh, did someone go offside? Was there a holding? Like no, I wasn't really listening to the bigger speakers that were going yeah. on in there. I just had the run of the washroom after having a few beer. No, they just did the third down again. Like, what do you mean we did third down again? I don't understand. And I had to go on Twitter afterwards to see what people were talking about. I was like, okay, well, that's the most bizarre call I've ever seen in my life. I watched, I was watching every play of that game. And I was confused watching it. Because I was yeah. like, okay, they didn't convert. They're about to punt. Perfect. Third down again. Wait, what? Hold on. Repeat. Come back again. How did, how did you manage that? Like, what what the hell did you just do to get that? And even when they were trying to break it down, I was like, this still doesn't explain why they have a third down again. Like, nothing mm-hmm. that they could have done explained to me why there was still a third down again. And then you had the, the hit at the end of the game to put Casey into field goal position. Like, there was just... It was just one of those ones where it was like, yo, we're not letting Bengals do what Bengals did last season, and that is make it back to the Super Bowl. I don't care. Yeah. So this, but for the Super Bowl, this is gonna be, this should be a really fun game. I gotta figure out what I'm doing for the, to like where I'm watching it. Like I have no clue at this point right now. I haven't really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw I saw but, you were like putting out some feelers there. I mean, if any other yeah. year, I would I would say let's make some plans. I'm lucky enough to have some family down here. This year, so we have a big family thing going down. So got the wings ready from Costco. We got those pallets ready to go and got a oh, deep fryer. So ready to go for that. I have, I do have my pick. Um so this is this is the way it's gonna be. To our Eagles friend that uh you know want to show a lot of love. My cousin's a big Eagles fan, and he listens to this pod too. I am rooting for Philadelphia. I am rooting for Philadelphia. Right. However, I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs. So watching the Pat, Pat McAfee show, um, they were talking about where the money is going to right now. Yeah. And it was something like 78% of the money's on Philly. Really? Yeah. Wow. So when I hear that number, that 78% of the money is on the team, I automatically think the other team's going to win. Yeah, like that's just that makes me think just, it even more now. Yeah, that's just kind of how it goes. Um, so shout out to Kino, shout out to SA from the Fox with the Charter Box, shout out to all the people that I know that are Philly are Eagles fans. We are rooting um, for you. Ever- Everyone knows I despise Kansas City. I will not place a bet on Kansas City because I do not want to root for them. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Amber Rose makes it to to the game, make it to Arizona mm-hmm. to watch the game after her ridiculous tweet. Yeah. Um, but like I said, anytime I hear where the smart, where all the people are betting, I always go opposite of it because I don't trust when everybody puts their money down on something. So I'm going to go with KC. Yeah, I, I just go with KC and I know Hardman's out. Uh, Edward Tolaire is back. Um, so that's good for them. Uh, Tony is starting to find much more of an option uh, in the receiving game there. Juju's been fine. But at the end of the day, there's only two options that really matter for me with Patrick Mahomes. Number one is Travis Kelsey. And number two is Pacheco. Pacheco has mm-hmm. added an entire new new dimension to this game. And it, it, you'd be amazed. I don't think you would, Senator, because I'm sure you had this conversation. But so many people that see the number 10 is like, oh, nice catch by Tyreek Hill. He is oh, yeah. became in that position that Tyreek Hill's in. 
And now you're going to be able to probably use him more in the wideout side of things with Edwards Hilaire back in the lineup now. He's activated. I shouldn't say he's back in the lineup, mm-hmm. but you have that three-headed monster at running back with Edwards Hilaire, with Pacheco, and uh, then you have Jarek McKinnon, who's been really, really good. And look, Philly has theirs as well with Miles and having Gainwell and Boston Scott. Don't get me wrong. But just the way they were used, you saw a lot in that Cincy game. The way they were able to use Pacheco as a wideout option was unbelievable. Travis Kelsey is still crazy. One of the better secondaries Kansas City will be going against, dealing with Slay and uh, Bradbury there, and obviously a, a killer front line that Philly has. But it just kind of feels like talking about scripts, it just kind of feels like one of those years of Kansas City starts off the offseason – the Raiders get Devontae, the Broncos get Russ, the Chargers get J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, and then they trade Tyreek Hill, and everyone's like, oh, man, they're, they're going to get last in their division. Who's winning the division? Is it the Raiders? Is it the Chargers? Is it the Broncos? Two of those teams have crazy seasons with the Raiders and the Broncos. Chargers get disbanded in one of the craziest playoff upsets of all time with everyone questioning what their future is. And they still have Brandon Staley there for whatever unknown reason that they lost out to Sean Payton. And the chiefs just kept on putting along, putting along. And then um, have you seen this list Senator of all the quarterbacks that Philly has faced this year? No. Okay. So this is the list of quarterbacks that Philly has faced this year starting from week one to the end here. So week one, okay, so they faced Jared Goff. Cool, 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 cool. Had a good and season. then bounce back season. Week two, then they face Kirk Cousins. Cool, 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 cool. Then they face the Commanders, and they face uh, Wentz. So not, not so great there. And then they face the Jaguars. They face Trevor Lawrence, sure. Then they face Kyler, no. Then they face Cooper Rush, no. Then Trubisky, then David Mills, then uh, then Heineke. Then they face the Colts in that one, and they face Matt Ryan, and that uh, was not good. Then they lose to Rodgers. Then they demolish Tennessee, but Tennessee's quarterback in that one is a mixture of Malik Willis and Ryan Tannehill. Then they face the Bears in that one and they face nathan peterman and justin fields in that one then they face dak in that last game then they face a saints game and they have to face andy dalton and then they face danny dimes for two games and then no one in the niners so my point is they really haven't had quarterback competition uh on their way this year this is by far the best offense they've had this defense is a good defense for philly make no Mm -hmm. mistake about it but this is the best this is the best offense they're going to have and i just this Kansas City offense is just on a different level to me. I look at I look at KC, I look at Philly. I think initially going into it, I, I kept saying I'm gonna choose Philly. I kept saying I was gonna choose Philly. And I think the reason why is one, kind of an easier road to get to the Super Bowl. So kind of more refreshed than mm-hmm. than um KC, who had a grueling match against the Chiefs. I mean, uh, against the Bengals. But then I think about the two weeks off. I think about Andy Reid wanting to beat his old team. I think about Travis Kelsey wanting to beat his older brother. I think about... <laughs> there's so many storylines, parts that goes into this that I start thinking about that it's just it just made me kind of lean to Kate Casey over Philly like it's um there's a lot of storylines that goes on goes along in this game yeah there really is uh i mean two quarterbacks that dealt with injuries near the end of the season uh jalen's looked fine but again i i mean and he faced that niners defense that's the one thing you can say for jalen hurts is he faced that good niners defense so that mm-hmm. part isn't trivialized, no asterisks there, because Jalen did face off against that good Niners defense and put up a decent size of points against that Niners defense. Um, Pat, I, I don't know how the Jags didn't win that game against them, honestly. But mm-hmm. I mean, and then I, I also don't know how Pat looked so good against the Bengals. 
Like I've never seen anything like that. That's when he when he actually started to be more of a pocket passer was in that yeah. game against Cincy, which is which was kind of where you start to say he's way more of a threat because normally it's when he scrambles when he starts making those plays. Yeah, I look at um, the Philly game. One of the things that we can say about the Philly 49ers game, yeah, that he went up against a 49ers defense, but he also went up against a tired 49 defense. Yeah. Like they were three and out three and outing so much because they couldn't do anything. So as the game went on, you just got more tired and more tired because you're not getting those those well rested breaks. And Philly defense was able to take breaks all the time. So like it was it's a it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be so interesting. I can't I actually am excited for the Super Bowl. Um just a warning to women. Your time is during the Rihanna. <laughs> the Rihanna concert. And uh, I'm I'm excited for Rihanna too, but yeah. I'm excited for Rihanna too, but I'm also just saying because it's two days before Valentine's Day. So if you're in a couple just allow your just allow your dude to, to enjoy this game or watch the watch the game with him. So should say dude fan, or other female or whatever partner or whoever you have. Yeah. For, for just, allow, just allow your I was about to just say that. Like if you're a yeah. dude and your girl is a football fan, don't nag her during that time. And whoever your partner is, just make sure you just make it a family affair. Just watch yeah. just watch these two uh, young black quarterbacks do what they got to do and just pray for an exciting game. You also see Hassan Riddick have a big game. I think Eagles fans have him. He had some interesting MVP odds I circled, but mm-hmm. it's just a situation too of like, man, defensive players don't really get it. Cause I seen Chris Jones had some MVP odds too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of like those Chris Jones odds a little bit, but I think if it comes down like Cooper, Getting the MVP last year, uh, he was the first wideout we've seen in a while. I guess you've seen defensive players like you saw Malcolm Brown. Um, yeah, the Bucks had a defensive uh, MVP there, so you could have some of that. But I, I mean, the way this game's going to go, I personally think it'll be more of an offensive than defensive game. But I could see Chris Jones have an MVP. Riddick, who is a free agent, who is going to make a lot of money this offseason. He's probably going to show out a little bit. Bradbury, who's a free agent, he's going to show out. So that part is going to be interesting. Yes, Slay. Slay. Getting some some odds. The interesting thing is, and we didn't talk about this because we try our hardest not to talk about disgusting people on this this spotlight, but the Eagles just lost out on on the player because of some disgusting stuff mm-hmm. who's supposed to miss this game. And that's part of their O line. So like, will that be, will that play a crucial factor too? And I know, I know we can say like one player doesn't really make a huge difference, but they do like mm-hmm. on that O line, O line and D line. Like, well, and Lane Johnson got hurt again in that Niners game. Yeah. So like, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. And that's yeah, I guess we should go over the injuries for both sides. Uh here. So the key injuries on both sides. I mean, there's nothing really for San Francisco. I mean, Hardman's out, and right. then Kade- I, mean, I guess the biggest one is Kadarius Tony with the ankle. Yeah, but that's more because pa- Pat's not even on the injury report. No. Yeah, I think that's more because of uh punt returning mm-hmm. for Tony. But like you could still there's other players that I guarantee you for this past two weeks that they've been they've been just punting the ball to the whole time. Just getting him yep. ready for ready for the stage. And the and the big one for Philly is I just like Lane Johnson, um, he's gonna play. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Lane Johnson will play. It's just he'd see, looked to linger a little bit in that Niners game. In the previous game, he looked okay. Um, but in that in that Giants game, he looked fine. Um, and he's had more time to recover. He's got Kelsey next to him on that all line, but you said like missing pieces. And when Lane Johnson goes down, we have seen problems shifting with that O line, and then you're already missing another player. And Kansas City is no struggle to the Super Bowl they lost against Tampa when that O line is uneven and you have pass rushers, which they do now. Uh mm-hmm. 
the Chiefs. I, I think that's a thing, Senator. What people do not talk about how good this Chiefs defense is. Like, yes, it's it's not like uh destroyed, ranked like number one defense good. in the league. No, but it is a good defense. It's because it's the the narrative is always going to be on the offense, right? Yeah. Like no one really cares about the defense. Like I watched um there's this clip going on around on IG where it was it was uh Pat Mahomes throwing a short pass in the Jacksonville Jaguars game and it being an incomplete pass and they were like, Oh man, that's such a smart check down by Mahomes. And then they looked at the pass that that uh, Trevor Lawrence threw to Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk just couldn't haul it in. And they were like, oh, what an overthrow by him. So it's kind of like just bringing that up as kind of just the narrative mm-hmm. between like how it always is going to be perceived. And for KC, it's always going to be Travis Kelsey, Mahomes. Look yeah. at what they're doing. Or look at the magic that Mahomes is able to do. They're not really going to get... When they talk about the defense, it's like, oh, Chris Jones did this, but that's it. Right? Yeah. Like it, And that's all. that's been all season long. Um, I normally do a big... Uh, people that listen to this podcast the last few years, I go over like 30 props. This year, instead of going over all the props, I'm just going to send the squares to everyone, and they can just circle the squares, and we'll have fans do it and whatnot. That mm-hmm. uh, they can go over for the Super Bowl props, and They'll circle the, they'll give me back their answers and everything like that. And I'll pop that up on the IG probably Friday or Saturday or something, but just some of the fun ones uh, I've lined up so far, Senator, I wanted to go over with you really quick. For sure. Um, And uh, we'll mainly just go with the music ones just uh, for a bit here. And then we'll get to the actual NFL stuff side of things. So um, do you have the anthem over two and a half, two, two minutes, three seconds? Do we know who's singing it? It's Chris Stapleton. Uh, give me under. Yeah, I've got the under too. Uh, do you think he'll come out in a all like pretty much black outfit or have uh, another base color on? Another color. Yeah, it's Arizona. It's hot. I don't know if he's wearing the black. Yeah. Um, Rihanna, what is she? Uh, what's uh, is she doing over under nine and a half songs? Over. Over. Yeah, I got. I think that too. Uh, what will be the main color of Rihanna's first outfit? Black is in the color, so I would allow it. I'm gonna go black. Okay, black with gold. What color will her hair be? You gonna say gold hair or black gold for the outfit? Black gold for the outfit. Uh, what do you, for the hair? What do you got for the first song? First song. That's a tough one. Um, first song. She wouldn't do umbrella first. I don't think I've seen a few people that have umbrella first. I don't think it'd be umbrella. First song. I'm gonna go with. Only girl. Hmm, that's not bad. I was thinking only girl, but like then she has to have Drake there, and that was kind of my next question. I haven't decided well, the reality. Only girl, because only girl is oh, just like the pop pop one. Yeah, it's like true. The, yeah. Um, will she have a guest? Like right now, she's announced by herself. So will a Jay Z, a Drake, an ASAP? We know ASAP will should. be there for sure. I don't know if Jay Z or Drake will be there, but ASAP will definitely be there. You know, Hope will be there. Hope doesn't yeah. miss a major. major I mean, he was just in L.A. For Braun, I'm not that far to get to Arizona. No. He it was he he because he's the person that oh he's producing it to you right whoever yeah. artists yeah yeah he's always there so um will he perform now that's another question um I doubt it I don't think I don't think Hove wants to be on on the stage anymore like that yeah for there I just think he wants to showcase the artist so but I do think there will be a guess. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about the actual Harris. Ooh. I think too, I haven't seen this one. This might be one of my prop bets is 
do we get an announcement of the new album dropping that night after the performance? We get an this announcement of a tour, not a tour, okay. not an album. I wanted an album just because it's sponsored by Apple Music. Yeah, I just think that overall, I've just been hearing rumors of a tour, especially mm-hmm. now that people are overcharging for tours. Mm-hmm. So, see Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Elton John. Yeah, so yeah. I think a tour more than an album. Yeah. Shout out to Beyonce, too, on uh, making history at the Grammys. Really quickly, we're on music. Um, sure. For the game, mm-hmm. uh, let me know about what, what are some of the prop bets you've been looking at, because I went over the kind of the fun prop bets. Uh, I was like to look at the coin toss. Yep. That's always, that one on that's always like a hilarious one for me. I will not bet on the coin. Do not parlay the coin toss into stuff, though. I seem to be like, yeah, I got to no. parlay with a coin toss. Like, don't parlay the coin toss. No. Do the yeah. coin toss separately. Put... Whatever you're gonna put down in the coin toss, but don't par- parlay it with first touchdown and all this other stuff because that's 50-50, literally. But if you hit, oh my god, um, that and like a first touchdown and yeah. all that stuff, like you're you're enjoying life. But yeah, nah, don't do that. I remember last year Pat McAfee was pissed off because his first uh he lost his first bet because it was the coin toss. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you know, I looked at coin toss, I looked at uh, first team to score. Yeah, I'm looking at that one. I think it's gonna be Philly. I have I have KC as the last team to score. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, I have them winning the fourth quarter. Mm, yeah, those first half bets. I've been looking at some of those first and last and quarter bets as well. Yeah. Uh, one that's uh, interesting to me, Senator, is most time of possession, which right now is favored to be Philly. Like, so bet on Kansas City to have more possession time. I could maybe see that. That's gonna be an interesting one. I think I would choose. I think I would go with Philly for that one. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I think that because Casey normally just scores quickly, mm-hmm. Philly kind of controls the game. So mm-hmm. I will go Philly on this one, but it's also Andy Reid, and I think Andy Reid knows keeping the ball away from that offense and trying to tire out that defense is going to be very key. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so there's a few of those. I'll be sending squares up, and you and I can figure out kind of which ones you like, which ones I like, and then I'll set a squares up. I'll put it up and then send them in to me, and I'll do a tally, and then uh, I'll have some kind of prize this year, and we'll kind of see what we do for a giveaway when we get to next week's uh, pod for everything. Um, so we both have Casey winning. Who do you have as MVP? MVP, I am going to go with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that seems like the easy one to go with. I think he's the favorite right now, I believe. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it does it does seem like it's time for his. And you know, like so who's the favorite actually? Uh so the favorite for MVP is actually Mahomes, then okay. Jalen Hurts, then Travis Kelsey. Can you guess who the fourth favorite is for MVP? Fourth favorite I am going to go with I was going to say Pacheco, but I'm not going to go Pacheco. I'm going to go with Pacheco's number Scott. nine. I'm sorry, who? Scott. Boston Scott? Yeah. No, he's not even listed. Oh, crazy. Uh, number four is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's not listed? Or he's, he's number four. He's four. Okay. AJ Brown's four, then Devontae, then Miles Sanders, then Hassan oh, Reddick, then, yeah. then Chris Jones, then uh Pacheco, then Derek McKinnon. Plus uh plus six thousand uh for Dallas Goddard is not bad. Like if you just want to throw a dollar at Dallas Goddard for MVP, like it is not inconceivable for those odds. That's, I may just throw a dollar at it. Yeah. 
I might throw like three dollars at McKinnon. Yeah, not bad either. I think I'm going to throw something on that Goddard one. I actually don't hate that for Goddard. No, that's a that's not a bad bad pick. It's a far. It's a and you can parlay it too because uh, it's plus yeah. three sixty that the MVP will will be one will be won by for no that the MVP will be won by a quarterback. So you might as well parlay those together. Oh yeah, yeah. So I might yeah. do that one. Might do a, um, a Kelsey and no, and a Goddard and no, and coin toss one by. Yeah, coin toss one by. Add that to the, add that to the parlay. Yeah, you got to that. Who thinks the coin toss? <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I have a, a pinata pick on one of the betting sites. So, yeah. Um, for that one there, it was they gave me the exact score of what I think. Oh. Well, well, they gave me the score, and then if you get the exact score right, then you win. And it was right. Yeah, like a two dollar, two dollar um promo thing for it. So I was like, you know what? I'll do the pinata pick just for that. So they have the exact score as thirty four to twenty six for the Chiefs. Mm. I mean, for the Eagles, that's the pick that I got. Thirty four twenty six for the Eagles. And if it wasn't hits, that, wasn't that the the leak score? The leak score was thirty four twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be one off, but if it hits, then that two dollar promo turns promo one that I use for it turns into four thousand. Yeah, not bad. So not bad. I'm okay. I don't care who wins this game to tell you the truth. So if this score hits, I'll be happy. And look, I mean, for people like me and other people, like I've seen a few Raider fans, like I don't fucking care about this game. The Kansas City's in it. I hate Kansas City. Look. I despise Kansas City. I fucking hate them. I'm sure, you know, you've had playoff battles with Philly. You're not too in love with Philly. Some playoff battles you've had with them for the years. Don't yeah, hate those much as I hate fans, too. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, everyone, remember, this is the last football we're going to get for mm-hmm. two weeks because then the XFL comes back. Oh, the XFL, come on. The yeah, two, the two but, footballs. The two we, footballs. We get a started. we get a week left of this, and then we don't have this. Remember those lawn marches? The marches and the Aprils aren't even that bad. Remember that. It's not even that it's bad. It's the it's the Junes and the Mays, where nothing's happening and it's dragging out. And yeah, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs are on. Baseball's back. It's great. And yeah, we have the Women's World Cup. That should be pretty cool. But you're just like, man. This is dragging. It's been so long. And then you get to July, you're like, oh, what's that? Training camp is coming Mm -hmm. around the edge. Then it's preseason. And then we're back. But just remember what those long months waiting are. So whether you, you know, hate Kansas City, like me, you hate Philly or Philly fans, it's still one last football game. And enjoy it in all its grandeur because you're going to regret it when it's gone on those Sundays. When you're with your partner and you're picking apples or going shopping and you don't have an excuse to get out of the Sunday because the NBA All-Star game has already happened and you March Madness has happened and you're starting to run out of excuses on a May Sunday to be like, oh, shit, why not do this? When you when you were so used to being like, I got to be at home because my team is playing and now your Sunday is filled up with plans that you didn't really want to do, just remember that this was the last week of true football. Yeah. And you are going to regret once this game is over. And when you watch, whether it's First Take or Undisputed or The Herd or all those ones, and they're still trying to bring along Dallas Cowboy news yeah. in May and June when nothing is happening. Remember, or when they talk about the Lakers the and the Lakers week. have already been eliminated two weeks ago it is yes we know exactly how this happens because it happens every single year the exact same way so yeah enjoy this enjoy the sunday have as much fun meet up with friends meet up with family uh do what you gotta do make it a make it an occasion because this is the biggest thing if you're not a wrestling fan 
And if you're not a basketball fan, because wrestling, we still have WrestleMania to look forward to. Yep, we do. For basketball, we have the All-Star break, midnight, I mean, March Madness, and the playoffs. But outside of that, nothing. Man, even at the NBA Finals, uh, rather in, in NHL, if you watch that, and you get to that June, and even like me as a baseball fan, those long times of just having baseball on, it's it gets to be a level. Look, I mean, luckily for us here, where we are in Calgary, we have professional basketball coming this year, so that's going to be really cool and CFL, and that's all great. But there is just something different. But having that Sunday with the NFL. And uh, also just the historic side of it that, you know, we are in Black History Month and we're getting to have the first two times to have two uh, African-American quarterbacks at the position. And uh, hearing what Doug Williams was saying about it the other day, that doesn't move you. Like, I don't know what to tell you because that was really cool, the stuff that Doug Williams was able to talk about. A lot of history happening this month. Uh, LeBron Mm -hmm. breaking the scoring record. Two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Like there's so there's so many things happening right now. Also, want to shout out my young boy who who is now part of the uh, Calgary Stampeders. Like nice. let's just let's just um, it's just a lot of stuff happening. This might be the first year I actually go to a CFL game because you know got you go. support. But um, yeah, no, it's just it's. Make make this a make this a movie. Make this something that you want to do. Make enjoy it to the fullest, and and just remember, it's all about whether your team's in it or your team's not in it. Because a lot of us, our teams aren't in it. Let's just have let's just have as much fun at this point. If you if you have a Philly fan, a Philly Eagle fans, and they lose, make sure to clown them a bit. It's okay because they made it further than your team. Yeah. If you, if you know Chief fans and they lose, clown them too because they still made it further than you did, and they had they got to like rag on you for a very long time. So yeah, I got ran around the rosy, ready on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the beauty that's the beauty of sports. You you mm-hmm. you can, but just make sure it's with people that you actually that actually have a sense of humor and not not. Yeah, and I, I think you said too. Them. That's the beauty of sports. Remember, this is just a sport. At the end of the day, this is just for fun. This is something we do for entertainment. Don't take it too seriously or crazy or getting crazy fights. And I, I don't, we're going to see them. I don't, I hate mm-hmm. the broken TV stuff. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Senator and I, we talked about this. My Raiders lost in the Super Bowl 20 years ago by 20 points to their ex coach. That's the last time I got a chance to see the Super Bowl for my team. I didn't break a TV. I was really pissed off for a week. And then I moved on. And Senators had it probably the worst being a Falcons fan. Senator's not punching a TV or breaking a TV. At the end of the day, yeah, it sucks, and we're emotional. We ride with our teams. But Eagles fans and and uh, KC fans, like, no broken TVs, no yelling at family members or friends. Like, they're going to clown you, just like you clown them about their teams that aren't there mm-hmm. all year. It's part of the give and take. Just, you know, live through it, enjoy it, be part of it all. Because then we're going to redo this, get ready for free agency in the draft, and do this whole fucking thing all over again. And always remember, as bad as the loss might be, you're not a Dallas Cowboy fan. Exactly. So you're okay. There you go. That's the one thing we all have in common. Uh, I don't know exactly where we're going to do the Super Bowl half. Uh, I'd love to maybe try to do one as soon as possible. We'll see where we all are and how inebriated we're probably potentially going to be. But uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, Before we end here, you know, we're coming up in the 10th anniversary for Fresh Take this year. And I just want to take out, number one, uh, a big gratitude to Senator, who's been absolutely a delight to have on these shows and has been a huge part of having here at FTN. Uh, done a great job with us and your wrestling podcast, the Not So Soft podcast, all the stuff he does. Absolutely a pleasure to have been able to be on this journey and have this pod with you, Senator, the last year. And for the growth that we've seen from this pod, it's been really, really cool. And we're not going anywhere. We'll be here for the offseason and everything like that. So just a tip of the hat to everyone involved and to you, Senator, for jumping on and doing shows solo this year when I couldn't do it. Uh, and just all the work that you put into this, really, really appreciate it. And thank you for all the hard work this year. For me, I appreciate I appreciate those words. Um, 
the podcasting and speaking regularly is not something that I really like to do too often. It's something that I had to get comfortable with doing. Uh, the chat room, I wasn't actually even supposed to be on it when we did it. I was just going to produce it. And right. the, the host of it didn't show up. So I ended up hosting it. And that's kind of how it happened. Not so soft. I wasn't supposed to be on it either. COVID happened. And they asked me to be on here and then getting the chance to do the football podcast. I never normally don't really talk football that much, but it gave me a chance to actually like have that outlet for it. And the wrestling podcast, that's probably the one I was the most passionate about. And even coming on to there, there was there was a bunch of people that are well not well versed and knowledgeable on on wrestling and then trying to add figure out how I could fit in was was interesting. But I think that we just clicked from the first episode mm-hmm. and still doing it at this point. So I appreciate being on the network. I appreciate you having me on the network. And it's been it's been a journey and I'm just excited to see where we continue to go to. Absolutely. So uh, everyone, thanks so much for listening. And uh, to the Eagles fans that have been passionate listening to this, I wish you the very best this week. Hopefully your team wins. Go Birds. I have my nieces singing Fly Eagles Fly this week. And for all the Kansas City fans, I fucking hate you. But have a good time. Enjoy the game. Until next time. Folks, cheers.